Well, what is going on with this weather? Dry and very warm. Uh, that's been the weather story in Arizona and uh, California, certainly, while most of the rest of the nation is hit with one Arctic air blast after another. Let's explore what is going on with Zach Guido. Zach is with the University of Arizona Climate Assessment for the Southwest Group. Zach is an associate fiscal physical scientist for the Climate Assessment for Southwest, which is based at the University of Arizona Institute for the Environment. Zach, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks, Bill. This is crazy weather. Uh, California entering its third year of drought, while much of uh, the West has been abnormally dry for more than a decade. That includes Arizona. In recent days, both California Governor Jerry Brown and the federal government have declared drought emergencies. State and federal officials are calling for some drastic measures to address the California drought. Our situation uh, certainly hasn't improved, has it, Zach? I mean, I, we haven't had a drop of rain this month, and it's been very warm. Well, you sure hit the nail on the head. It has been a very dry month, and it's not just been dry here in, in Arizona, but it's been dry pretty much across across the West. And, yeah, we haven't had rain in, uh, in Tucson, I believe, since uh, December 20th, 20, 21st. So we're working on, you know, 30 40 days of, uh, of, of, of rain-free. So it, is, uh, it has been a really dry situation. This polar vortex that's been dipping, uh, basically taking air from the Arctic and taking it all the way south to Louisiana, uh, into the Gulf of Mexico, it's very unusual, uh, from what I understand, not to just have this happen once, but this has happened now two or three times in the last 30 days. Yeah, the polar vortex has been um, sort of a situation. Now, the polar vortex always occurs every every single winter, but it, it sort of migrates around the Arctic region. And and this year, it has sort of dipped down a little bit, and it's been steering uh, it's been steering the jet stream further south. So, it, how that affects us uh, here in the West is, and the reason why we've been so dry is we've had this big bulging high pressure system pretty much over uh, California and over the, a little bit off the the west coast and that's sort of acting as as a block to to the jet stream and the storms that the jet stream would ferry into the west and so most of these storms have been have been sort of going north before the the west coast and then going through canada and then coming down uh into uh the, the upper midwest and and back out through the, the the northeast so that sort of position of the jet stream has really both cause the, the the very cold conditions and the Arctic blast that you see in the in the Northeast, uh, but also the very dry consist uh, uh, dry weather here in the West. And, and the really interesting thing in terms of of the Western weather is that ridge, that high pressure ridge, has been really persistent. It's been on again, off again for the the last uh, month and a half, six six weeks or so, uh, which has been you know, causing the lack of precipitation. So it's got a lot of people scratching their heads right now, for sure. Have you ever seen anything like that, six weeks of, of that prolonged uh, kind of ridge? Well, you know, yeah, you know, as I spend more time here in the, in the Southwest and as I spend more time paying attention to the climate and the weather, there's always some novelty every single year. Mm -hmm. um, and this one, this year happens to be this story of this, you know, it's got a name now, sort of a colloquial term, the ridiculously resilient ridge is what, <laughs> is what they're term, terming it. But, I, you know, I think 
people are going to be looking at this and, and trying to understand, you know, what was the cause, why was it so persistent. It, it does look to have broken down in, in, in recent days. Uh, so maybe we'll hopefully, uh, for California's sake, but also for Arizona's sake, uh, we'll get some uh, uh, storms here now. Zach, it's interesting, too, when you look at the temperatures. Two out of the last three previous winters, as you know, we had uh, those days where you really had to cover the plants. I mean, we were in the the real hard freeze, anywhere from 15 degrees to, say, 25. Uh, and that just has—we have not really had any kind of—I uh, think there were a couple of— marginal frost nights in late November, but we really haven't had anything. That's unusual. Well, right, and it's all related to sort of the position of, uh, uh, of the jet stream. So you can imagine if that high-pressure ridge was just further off the west coast, what would happen is the jet stream would, would be coming from uh, Canada, from the Alaska region, and it would, would dip down occasionally and, and cover parts of, of Arizona. And that's when you're bringing in that really cold Arctic air, and we get those, those uh, the minimum temperatures are, are, are really quite low. But because that ridge has been persistent and shifted a little bit to the east, now those storms are, 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 are dipping down from the Arctic region further to, our, further to our east, and so we haven't seen those cold temperatures. Uh, most of our, uh, in most of the region, the, the, the daily temperatures have been 4 to 5 degrees uh, higher than average, which is quite significant. As I mentioned uh, at the beginning of this interview, California considering really some drastic uh, drought measures. Uh, we had a caller who wanted me to ask you about uh, the CAP allotment and uh, what we're experiencing. From what I understand, the CAP allocations were pretty much divvied up during the so-called wet years. Uh, what we're experiencing this year, would, of course, is not really, I guess, considered a typical year, is it? So is it time to redistribute that, or is that out of your um, your pay grade? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> it's probably out of my pay grade, but I do know a little bit of, uh, about it, so I can, I can talk uh, about sort of how co- the water is divvied in on the Colorado. And, and it is true that the, the real issue here in the West in terms of water is that, you know, when uh, people decided on how much, uh, flow and, and who was getting that flow uh, was, was made in the, I believe it was 1922. You know, the data that they had to go on was during a, a pretty wet time. So the flow in the Colorado River was actually higher than average. And so the real issue is that there's been more allotment on the Colorado than what typically flows. We've been able to buffer that in the West by building these large reservoirs um, to sort of buffer the times in which we get below average precipitation, mostly in the wintertime. You know, but now we're sort of entering into that terrain where we're getting really close. The, the water levels in Lakes Mead and Powell are getting really close to the sort of threshold where forced uh, conservation happens in, and, uh, in the lower basin, and in Arizona in particular, because the caller was right, CAP, CAP, um, will take uh, some of the, the brunt of, uh, of those reductions. Um, but I think, you know, by and large, um, the majority of the, uh, of the users on the Colorado won't be initially impacted, but we will, it will force a dialogue. We will start have to, having to think, I, I think, a, a bit more critically about how we're going to use the water, what happens in, in situations when the water um, 
if the water continues to to decline. So, um, yeah, I think it, you know it's time that we're going to uh, be be having or hearing a lot more of those conversations. This could certainly be a winter without skiing in parts of Arizona and New Mexico and some parts of Utah. But the upper uh, Rio Grande Basin has, has the snowpack been halfway decent? Is that uh, in the polar vortex region? <laughs> well, you know. So if you look at the snowpack conditions across the West, there, there's only a few places that are near average or, or slightly above average, and that's sort of the Colorado Rockies and actually the Rockies uh, up into Wyoming and parts of, of Montana. Everywhere else is, is, is really below average. I mean, the, the Tahoe area is, is setting records right now. Um, uh, so the, the Rio Grande, the, the headwaters have been close to average um, and even in the upper Colorado River Basin, it's been close to average. Most of that snow came earlier in the season, um, and it's just been colder up there, so the t- warm temperatures haven't eaten into, there haven't been warm temperatures that have eaten into the snowpacks. Uh, but, um, you know, so a lot will be determined in the next couple months in terms of the water supply in, in, in those parts of, uh, of, of the watersheds. But outside of those areas, Arizona is running at most of its snowpacks are below 50%. Uh, and again, across the West, it's, it's a pretty dismal situation in terms of, particularly for those people who want to go skiing. All right. We'll see if uh, we start this uh, high pressure will start to break down uh, after six weeks. Zach Guido, thank you very much from the University of Arizona Climate Scientist. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bill. Thanks a lot.